You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're episode 247 of PHP Ugly, and tonight is the night, the last day for Major League Baseball trades. That's right, you've tuned in to the perfect podcast to probably not listen to any of that. None of these guys who are interested or care about any of these things, and I unfortunately might need to become a Dodgers fan, and I'm not happy about it. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Condon. I might mildly be interested in why you have to become a Dodgers fan, but... We'll save that for later. And time right up. I'm very interested in why you would have to become a Dodgers fan. I'm assuming it's because of a trade of one of his favorite players. Two of my favorite players from the Washington Nationals are going, well, it's not official yet, but it's pretty damn close that they're going to the Dodgers. And my the only Chicago Cub that I liked, who was a former Padre, might I add, was drafted by the Padres, uh... He became a Chicago Cub. Rizzo is now a New York Yankee, and I despise the Yankees. Despise those cheaters. But that's for another day. Another day, Max. I'm letting you know you're going to hurt my dad's feelings, who watches our show. Big Yankees fan. I'm sorry, Dad. I'll kick him off the show later. (laughs) Dad Congdon, listen. I love all baseball. I love all baseball. So just... Uh, on the tiers of, of teams I like the I like the most, the Yankees are, are pretty low down there. And more <laughs> more than more than Yankee fans. I know that's what you are, but little man reached over the fence, took that home run, stole the World Series from the Baltimore Orioles. I hold on to grudges. We've yeah, established that, their, that. That was their own fan, wasn't it? No, it was a Yankee fan. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's, that's what right. he means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't let those things go. But yeah, um, uh, uh, the 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 the, the um, two eyed, uh, two colored eyed pitcher Max, I always forget his last name, uh, from the Nationals, and Trey Turner from the Nationals, who again I believe was a former Padre, uh, look like they're going to the Dodger, Dodgers. That's the that's the big trade that's uh, happening, or they that they're trying to trying to complete before midnight. So all right, wait, there's a so that I don't with- so that. Well, so that we don't all fall asleep, we should probably move on from baseball. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, because Cody is so much more interesting. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> How's everybody's week? I want to know. You about remember, your week. you remember coding, don't you, Tom? You, uh, you used to vaguely. like have to click on the keyboard and things would happen. You remember doing that, or do you just do meetings now? Are you just a PM now? I do a lot Just of meetings. PM. We, yeah. we, I, I spent a good portion of my week trying to figure out why uh, QA couldn't get my code deployed to it. There was a <clears throat> bit of a pipeline communication issue. Uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of meetings, lots of working with uh, people and getting them squared away and trying to work on my own tickets and getting pulled one direction or another away from it. Uh, Gotta love and- management. It's you know I'm not exactly doing management, but uh, some days I am. Some days it seems like it's just management stuff. But well, we we got I do I do one of our what I'm doing. We got one of our operations guy. Well, 
I don't, I don't want to call him operations guy because we don't really have operations people, but our guy who uh, is really kind of uh, first tier support on our, all of our servers, like knows all the workflows and everything, was on vacation this week and he came back today or yeah today. And man, am I happy to have him back? Of course, <laughs> so many things went wrong while he was gone, and, and I the the the, the other developers who were there stepped up and and pushed through everything and got everything going and credit to them but it's definitely much more stressful when when the number one guy isn't there it was funny it's like i I, i've been pushing these um i I call them playbooks i'm sure you've heard the term before i've been pushing the team to create playbooks create playbooks and and like every time something went wrong this week i'm like is there a playbook for that why isn't there a playbook when you fix this, create a playbook for that right now. <laughs> and did they? That's a more important question. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. They did. It, it was. Yeah. Of course. And, and and they've been doing it. I mean, like we have a ton of playbooks out there now. But of course, the two big things that go wrong this week, there aren't playbooks for. Of course, because that's the way everything always works out. But there are playbooks for Pl- them now. So yeah, play those things. Playbooks are hard to create if you don't know what's going to happen. Like. Right, and I don't, I don't know what happened in this case. I, I don't know how I missed that, but sometimes things just happen, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess we need something for that now." Yeah, and that's it. It's like you just, you don't, you, you just never, never know what's going to go wrong. It's, it's just life. Yeah. How about you, John? How was your week? My week has been ups and Obviously, downs. Obviously, you were worried downs. about our clients being down, but you know. Apparently that didn't even cross your radar. There is so much chatter. I need to be added. <laughs> Mention me. I'll come join. Nah, we had it. We had it under control. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, until we go to record an interview podcast this week, and oh, I make right. a mistake. <laughs> I make a mistake and change something in production. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it. Yeah. So the environment is split up very well, where all of the jobs or the, all the workers are on a separate servers from the web environment. And I needed a, to change something. Something kept breaking. I couldn't figure out why. So I'm like, I think I've got it. I'm going to hot fix this, throw it up on the worker servers. It's only going to affect the jobs. No big deal. Until you realize, no, there is some pieces of the web traffic that are sent to these servers to offload the web servers themselves. And then all of a sudden it's like bug snag just starts flying off the shelf like, <laughs> you like, know, i i always have that like when i do a deployment and then i look and i see i have like three or four emails i'm like oh god damn it something went wrong god. <laughs> you know you just know right away something went wrong yeah. so luckily i was able to revert it really quickly but that is stressful and then of course i'm like ah now i see what i did wrong patched it up mm-hmm. fixed it but i had something very very interesting happen in some new code. In worker code, it was working fine as I developed it, worked fine in all of my testing, worked fine when other people tested it, put it out in the real world, it breaks. Could not figure it out for the life of me until I tracked it down. Uh, there was deep in code that had nothing to do with what I was necessarily working on, was relying on session information out of the session. Mm-hmm. So basically when the worker started up, it was starting a session, and now that's what 
all the jobs after that until the worker restarted used. And it just oh. completely wrecked the data. And I was like, <laughs> I cannot believe this hasn't bitten us before this point. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't anything you, you had done. It, it was just something you discovered. It was something I discovered because none of the other workers up until this point relied on this piece of code that used the session. So, mm-hmm. or we don't know of anything else that has been affected by it. So that's probably more the case. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you, when you have so many pieces in the system, it's like something is relying on this and you just don't think about, Oh, 10 levels deep. There's something with a session being used. Mm-hmm. And once I, once I finally dug into it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is why it was easy to fix. Uh, actually just created a whole new array driver or array session driver. So that every time, a new job started, it was easy to clear out. It wasn't relying mm-hmm. on Redis or any other session storage. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to fix, but a pain in the ass. On it, it took me probably, it took hours to, to figure out what was happening, but over multiple days. So when we first released it, it was like, this is weird. Why is it not working? You go and create just a single job. And it's like, that worked. That makes no sense. Why? <laughs> and so... Even at that point, it didn't. Nothing really came about. I didn't understand why it was not working mm-hmm. until just yesterday. I think it, is that when we recorded? Whenever it was, we re, we recorded that, that podcast. Was, I, I, I think that I think it was it's even worse than that because I'm pretty sure we recorded that like on Thursday or Friday of last week. <laughs> no, that we did. So it's like it was like the end of the week that you did that. <laughs> no, we recorded earlier this week. We've we've done was two it this like, week. Things. Yeah, the interview. Oh, was this okay. Week. Yeah, man, there was just, just the other day. I, I've just been like podcasting crazy. I got, I got first uh, PHP roundtable return tomorrow. I'm not, not live, live streaming it yet because I'm a puss. But, uh, but it, we are recording that tomorrow. Um, really? Looking forward. to I that. Not, Yeah. I never saw an invite. Yeah, I didn't get mine. That's really weird. <laughs> did, you, did, you not, did you not get your invites? No, I, I'll check my check my spam. Good, folder. my email's working correctly. <laughs> Not randomly inviting I got, people. I got a panel. The, this first one was is, is Sammy's. Uh, Sammy's comeback. He got the. He got to pick. Um, he got to pick the panel. I and see. Actually, you pick I, me. I, I, I'm actually. I'm actually surprised he picked me. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure he was surprised. But uh, no, uh, yeah, I put I put that panel together and uh, had it. Had, are you how are you at liberty to say who's going to be on it or no? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like or I what the, or, or what the topic is about. Well, so that's one of the, that's one of the. Okay, funny, let's be fair; they have thousands there. of they have thousands and thousands of listeners. We have hundred, so I think it's okay <laughs> to say. So uh, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I kind of I kind of want to hold on to it, but I guess then, then hold on to it. Just stick to your guns. Hold on to it. It's fine. Don't. Who is it? If you're listening, go to to youtube.com slash php roundtable, subscribe. Subscribe in your podcast. I'll tell you this. I will will tell you this right now. Both people are in our PHP ugly Discord. If either either one of you want to announce that you're on the podcast, go and do it in the Discord. And if you're curious and you're listening live, you want to be at P, uh, discord.phpugly.com and uh, if either one of them are listening and wish to make their presence known, they can do so. I, and look at that. Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. 
Kevin, Kevin's like, yeah, I'll be on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's me. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold off because because I don't want to jinx it right now. Like, oh, I'm not no. streaming live because I, I haven't worked out the whole workflow. So if something goes really sideways on this one. I can I can you know just scratch it and scrap it and do it another one. I did spend the day today though. However, um, uh, I, I had a conversation with Sammy this week. I'm like, hey Sammy, uh, you have like uh, I think there were like 80 shows on the website and only like 76 on the audio stream. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I think I forgot to I forgot to encode a few of them. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> So uh, I I spent the last uh, so there's 81 shows on, on the website and none of them had been encoded since show 77. So I really? actually spent today uh, uh, encoding them, cleaning them up a little bit, and putting them out on the new stream. So they are out there. I'm I'm not sure how that works because I I moved the podcast. So I'm doing this hybrid thing. I really love the PHP roundtable website matter of fact i'm getting pretty envious with it because i'm thinking wow this is so much nicer than just the out of the box simple cast website that we use for php ugly because he does like he has a, he has a lot of content to each show um so i'm going to keep that going but i moved be, the management i was gonna say mm-hmm. be be careful like i understand i would love for you to keep that up i would love for that for PHP Ugly as well, but that is so much more work, and I don't want you to burn out. I want you to, to enjoy it and keep it going. Well, what, what what aspect do you think is more work? That whole, like, adding more content for each show, the show notes. I mean, our, our show notes are the mm-hmm. links we put into Trello. We post them, and, and you basically just copy and paste them into the show notes for an episode, right? Where right. I think some some podcasts spend hours or days to really like write up a almost a full blog uh, a full blog post just around that one episode and really try to get that content out there. Right. And this is actually where where my fellow listeners can help out. So the the reason I want to keep it I'm, I'm doing a little bit of hybrid. So the hosting of the podcast is still on Simplecast. Um and actually, you can go to podcast.phproundtable.com and, and see the episodes there. I mean, it's the same same sort of out-of-the-box as the, our PHP Ugly one. Um, the thing I really like about what Sammy is doing with the website, I, I hear what you're saying. And actually, what he does for show notes is he has a open-source or, or an open repo so that listeners can actually write up the show notes themselves and he'll, hmm. it'll post to the website. What I like about it is he does all of his show prep. So as he's organizing the, uh, as he's organizing the panel, the, the topics, the discussion points, the subjects and all that, he's putting all that in this uh, interface, this admin interface he has. So when it, when it does come time to announce the show, you know, everything's kind of already there. And he typically announces ahead of time to record because he, he, uh, he does a live stream, which I'm hoping to kind of get back to, but I'm not holding myself to that. But I like all the, all the prep work that's in there. So that's kind of what I'm focused on. Um, hmm. Ideally, what I want to be able to do is when, I, when it is time to publish it, I would like to make the interface 
again through the website and then tie into Simplecast API. So that Simplecast will just grab the description that I already have in there, the guests that I already have in there, and all that, so that it's not an extra step for me. But right now it is. Hmm. Sounds fascinating. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, queued, I actually didn't release all the shows. I think the first one releases tonight at midnight, and then every day uh, another one releases because I didn't want to, like, bombard. I, I'm not sure how, like, uh, podcatchers are going to handle it. So I didn't want to, like, bombard everybody with, like, five new uh, <laughs> PHP roundtables from, like, five years ago in their stream. <laughs> so I just kind of, kind of you know. Releasing them one at a time, but uh, but I did have okay. So so that's happening tomorrow. Um, real excited about that. And and if all goes well, I'll let you guys know who who it is afterwards. Oh, you asked about the topic, so that that was one of the funniest things. I'm like I'm like uh, Sammy, what do you want to talk about on Friday? Because like like there's there's I, I don't know of any cohesiveness between the guests. And Sam was like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I'm like. Dude, you're a guest, man. I don't know. And he's like, but it's now your show, so you figure it out. Wait till you see this guy. Holy smokes. It's going to blow you away. The first time I saw him, I'm like, damn, I'm envious, man. Oh, yeah? He's got the full lumberjack beard. I mean, like nice and clean and all all filled in. Not not the scruffy stuff that we do. Not mine. No, or or mine or John's. It's like... Uh, he looks. He looks like he's supposed to have a beard. He like wears it with, well. And, really, but I mean, it, it's it's oh, it's so energetic to talk to that to talk to Sammy. I mean, he's just such such a love a good love person. that guy. Yeah, yeah. But I have a question for you too. Probably more John, and then if you can help out Tom, that cool. would be great. Uh, I, I I was trying to use PHP Storm this week in. Uh, specifically because I'm working on this one project that has a lot of live wire. Told you guys in the past that, you know, I've reached for PHP Storm when I'm doing live wire stuff. And I've just been getting these, I get all these weird problems with PHP Storm now that I'm like trying to use it more frequently that are just driving me nuts. And maybe you guys can talk me through this because I'm losing my patience on all of it. So the one thing I have, I, I realize this is more a me issue than probably your everyday user. And this might even be more of a Linux PHP Storm issue, which is why I'm asking you, John, to see if you know. But like, you know, I, I'm like, my terminal is, you know, a first class citizen on, on my machine. I usually start in the terminal, then if I have to break out, I'll break out. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to, I, I was trying to launch my PHP Storm through the terminal, which it does. But uh, I have to keep the window open and the process continues to run in that terminal window so i basically lose that terminal window and i can do my my php storm stuff so i had the bright idea today i'm like well why don't i just throw it in the background you can control z if it's already running or you can just put the little ampersand at the end well control z is different control z pauses well then you background it so control z bg same thing as ampersand anyway yeah well it seems like both ways when you background it tom is right you still get the output no no, it pauses it, for me. It paused the interface. Like my my uh, PHP Storm wouldn't do anything. Okay, it was so frozen. Even when you backgrounded it, mm-hmm. or when you just when you control Z. 
Control Z, uh, what Tom said, Control Z pauses, BG afterwards, then backgrounds it. So Control oh, Z, BG is the same thing as an ampersand, but still, why, why launch it from a terminal instead of command slash storm go? Well, I'll, because, uh, I'll go one further than good. that for you, is that mm-hmm. you should be running the toolbox. <clears throat> okay, so... Both very reasonable questions. Um, to answer your question first, John, uh, again, we've talked about it in the past. I don't have the, the benefit that you have of basically being in one project all day, every day. I'm bouncing around between projects. So, again, I'm in the terminal. I CD to that project's directory. A lot of times, if it's something – I mean, honestly, a lot of times I'm just in Vim, okay? But I'll CD to that directory i might start in vim and then say okay you know this is taking more time or this is yeah i need to do some live wire stuff so let me fire it up so i'll just fire it up from the terminal that's that's that that way using your method and tom your method the little uh jet brains thing it's just it's just again me reaching for the mouse and clicking around i mean it's it's not that i can't do it i just don't understand why the terminal way doesn't work when it's there it's just driving me crazy i think you're just doing something it, wrong andy just pointed out there's a tools create command line launcher but now that yeah, is no, a tool toolbox andy, app I, thing i have that i have the command line launcher that's the thing i can launch it it just occupies that terminal window for with for me I mean, with, when I launch it, it occupies that terminal window, so I can't I can't close that window. Not that it's a huge deal. I just I'm just wondering why that is. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I'm wondering I'm if that's sure the same a, command line launcher. Well, you can you can create a script that backgrounds it automatically. So, like when you launch it, you just have a little bash script that uses a, a dash n to execute it. I'm trying to I'm trying to background it right now. I'm gonna launch it again right now. But, but backgrounding it is still gonna keep the output in that same window that yep. you have. Yeah, you're right, John. Right, I but you can detach it from you can detach it from that window with no hub. So if right. you have a script that mm-hmm. runs no hub and then PHP storm and then backgrounds it, then yeah. that just does put no hub in front of your command there. Oh, that's that's interesting. Okay, let me try that. That's the other thing. Like if you command see it. it, it like the whole thing just crashes. <laughs> oh wait a minute! No, it didn't. Hold up. This uh, the, see that drives me crazy. Storm. Why do I have to click inside? Actually, I just controlled seed it. That would and kill I it. do have. I still. I still have my project going. There's no way you control seed. I'm telling you. After yeah, done, launching, the, you've done something mm-hmm. else. Yeah, I'm telling you. No. Now it's working. I'm pretty sure I tried this, but that right, doesn't I'll, make sense. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Darling Data is a yep. good point. Use Tmux and just Data, back out I, of it. I, I, that, that's exactly what I do. I, I, I control A on mine, but yes, control A, create a new pane. You're absolutely right. That's what I've been see, doing. I just see, within within PHP Storm, I I <clears throat> almost always have already opened a project, so I'm just the file, open recent project, pick the one I need, open it in a new window. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't use I don't have PHP Storm running all the time, so maybe that's part of the problem. Oh, uh, so. I see what you're saying. So you, it's yeah. normally closed. You jump in a new project, open it via command line. Right, that's correct. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. Vim world problems, I guess. No, uh, I, I was just wondering if the, I was missing something, and and uh, thanks for letting me talk through that. I and I appreciate the questions. Good questions, for everybody. Yeah. Everybody involved. I, I got another question for you guys. You guys well, want go question? for it. I would love another question. How long? And and if you're listening on Discord. 
discord.phpugly.com. Feel free to contribute to this as well. In general, how long do you keep emails? Because I know personally I'm a digital hoarder and I do not clean up anything. I'll archive stuff. Like I'm a, I'm a zero inbox guy, but I don't delete stuff. And I noticed today that my Google account, I have like 30 gigs of uh, space on my Google account and I've used up like, you know, 25 gigs. <laughs> like that's, that's a lot of emails, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of emails. So, uh, I've been, I've been, you know, trying to come up with a, with a way of nuking things and I'm fine with it. I hate emails. I I've actually become very anti email in my old age. So I don't, I don't count them as like communication anymore. So now I'm definitely a lot better. I feel a lot more relaxed deleting them, but in general, do you guys have a rule of thumb on how long you keep emails for? I'm, I'm the same way. Archive and move on. Mm. I, I mean, there mark- are times there are times where I'm going through marketing crap, and it's like I mark a bunch of stuff and just delete. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I archive and forget. I don't archive things. I think that's that's weird. But I I just mark it as read and continue. I have a few filters. Well, is it like, the same thing? No. It Wait, just, you mark it as read and leave it in your inbox. Yeah. So your inbox is just full with emails. Yeah, it's full of garbage. Oh, that's crap. annoying. Well, it's, my wife has two thousand unread emails. That's annoying. Well, there's a difference between the, the the normal, like, I don't use email for work type people, and that's okay. My wife is the same way. Mm-hmm. But when you deal with emails on a daily basis, kind of have to make sure you go through them and get rid of well, the yeah, crap. They're, 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 they're unread. If I don't, if I haven't gone through them, they're unread. Note to self, don't hire Tom. Okay, got it. <laughs> Unnecessary, but. I mean, I, email, uh... email's stupid and I hate it. Um, Agreed. I'm amazed that email hasn't evolved in in any significant way in 20 years. Like, it's fascinating to me that I get all these Jira emails and I can't connect my email client to my Jira account and just have them, like, flushed out when the ticket's marked as done. Like, just clean it out and archive it. I agree with that. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know, yep. or like there's no button where like everything that can be unsubscribed to just shows up on this button and I unsubscribe by, you know, one at a time. Like I get a list of things I'm subscribed to. There's so services Gmail, for that. Gmail Why is that does part a of email? decent job of giving you an un- mm-hmm. Gmail gives you that un- unsubscribe on quite a few emails. When you're on, yeah, when you're on the better. email. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. I want to, I just want a list of all my current subscriptions. Like, yeah. but who has that? There's no way that has that. Right. Why not? Why, why not? Why not have my? That's a no. That's like a great when idea. I, when I sign up to a mailing list, shouldn't they have to do some sort of confirmation with my mail server or my mail host that says I'm going to send him emails that he asked for? So put me on this list. I mean, the, this functionality exists, and the fact that Gmail is like ninety percent of all email addresses in in the United States, they have the power to just say like, yeah, if you want to send this person junk then you have to use our API for it now. Fuck off. Like, they could do that. They just don't. And the the fact that there's no, like, communication, there, I, I can't say, hey, this is a receipt email, archive it after two days in the receipts folder. Everyone's got their own receipt format. You know, is it a Best Buy receipt or is it an Amazon receipt? Like, you should be able uh, to uh, categorize this shit. Tom, Tom, you, you really should check out uh, Sane, S-A-N-E, Sane mail i i uh, service? yeah no i started paying fuck it why would i want to pay okay. service this is a anybody else interested if if 
it's, is it sane box sane box that's it yeah <laughs> i i started paying for this a couple a couple years ago i think there's a free tier i'm pretty sure there is a free tier but i quickly started paying for it and i my my life my email life has gotten so much better and i and i've even stopped training it like i trained it for a couple days i think and i was i was as happy with it, everything i could I three thousand dollars a year Wow! Listen, it, it, it's money well spent. It's not three thousand dollars a no, year. No, I know it's it's about? it's eighty eighty five dollars a year. Copex. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. If you pay by by yearly, it's uh, yeah, it's it's that much. Yeah. I remember yeah. you told me about this this service, and I hated their their names of snack, lunch, and dinner. It just made no sense to me. I'm like, this is stupid. I, <laughs> I I quickly abandoned. Yeah, there's no free. Not a, not a sponsor of the show. I, I I do want to put it out there. We're not trying to sneak a sponsorship in here on you guys or anything. But on, honestly, again, I, I I despise emails, and my email had gotten out of control. Like I couldn't I couldn't keep track of like all the notifications coming in. And it does it does a couple things. Like the the, the things I like that it. Yeah, you know, I had to do some training on is that you can you can prioritize stuff. Say, okay, these are the type of emails I need to be I need to know about right away. Keep them in my inbox, and then these sort of emails, like notifications from GitHub or things like that, these are emails that I can get to later. So you know, put it in this other folder for later, and I want to see that that with you know how many emails are in that folder, but. I, I know I don't have to look at them every day or, or right away. It's just done a lot for me. And, and of course, it handles, you know, spams and, and things like that. It, it has a feature. Um, I don't use it very frequently, but it even has a feature. Something like uh, like if you send an email and it detects that you're expecting a reply to that email, but you don't get the reply, it'll, it'll notify you. Say, hey, you sent this email three days ago and you know we think you wanted a reply on it but you know you haven't gotten a reply things like that google but, does that oh does it yeah okay what about what about oh, uh, expirations on stuff certain types of emails like delivery notifications i don't need them for ever i need them for a day like there's just- I, you know i don't i don't know all the features uh, it might have that i like i said it's been a while since i've actually logged into the interface and like trained things again I mean, it's literally been years since I've logged into the interface. So my point is, I, the email I, I is garbage. And I hate it. I'm with you, brother. I, I'm totally with you on that. I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not a fan of emails. So, but it's 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 one of those ways of the world, man. We, we have no way no way around it right now. Well, Google handled spam. I mean, they've they implemented all sorts of anti-spam rules for verified sender addresses and and throttling limits for new emailing IPs, all sorts of cool stuff. But like, as far as the functionality of the protocol itself, there's nothing new. There's nothing good. And we end up with stuff mm-hmm. like people using Slack for stuff it's not intended to be used for because email sucks. Or, you know, I just, uh, We've, now, now you've if got you're in our dis- let's- If you're in our Discord channel, there's been some great suggestions as far as if you're using a Gmail interface for whether it's corporate or personal, there are some great selectors. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you have to go find them sometimes. But it turns out you can sort by the size of an email or I've often used the, the date feature. So you can say before colon and a date or after colon a date mm-hmm. to, to start finding 
emails within a date range. So they're obviously it's Google. Their searching is great. I just wish they had a better interface to find the emails you're looking for. The one I use often is has colon attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one of the ones that uh, John, uh, our Discord John, suggested was uh, doing a search by size, which I just did. And they're, they're way yeah. more in there than I'm happy to admit. But yeah. Uh, also, well, you were John saying, again, John, again, uh, it's not that I, I'm not interested in VS Code anymore. I actually need to get open VS Code back up to see if I broke it. I'm just, I'm not a VS Code Can person. Reiterate the question because we're on a podcast audio podcast <laughs> i just said, I said john asked if i'm not interested in vs code anymore i said, I said that mm-hmm. and uh and like i said <laughs> it's not that i'm not interested i, I just uh i'm not a vs code user I, I have no you know don't have an issue with it i did spin it i was talking about it a couple weeks ago because it had a neovim integration with it that i, that I was playing with and i like uh, but not that much, <laughs> not enough to abandon Vim and PHP. Like VS Code is third on my list. It's it's Vim, PHP, Storm, kind of neck and neck, depending on what, what I'm doing. And then VS Code is is right there if I ever. So two for some reason two products that are not sponsors. We have Sanebox is not a sponsor, and VS Code is not a sponsor. Do you know who is a sponsor? Who Honey Badger. Honey Badger transforms you into a DevOps hero by combining error, uptime, and cron monitoring into a single easy-to-use platform. Stop wasting your time tailing logs and deploy with swagger. Visit honeybadger.io today to level up. Thanks, Honey Badger. Thanks, Honey Badger. Thanks, Honey Badger. I have to say, I listen, I've been listening to other podcasts, and I'm hearing Honey Badger creep up more and more in... Every other podcast does such a better job than we do <laughs> with their sponsorship. Well, like, just like, I'm not surprised they're showing up our, in other podcasts. They've showed up in ours. So to our to our defense, I reached out to them several times and got very specific direction from them on you know what they wanted their spot to be. So so this is what we're doing. And I every week I feel bad about it. But all they wanted was for you to pay for the service, which you've done. I've done that too. Yeah, yeah. We're official Honey Badger uh, <laughs> users, including including on PHP Roundtable, which I have to think our PHP Ugly Discord, specifically Ralph, in our PHP Ugly Discord, who helped me out because of Ralph. There is now a search box on PHP Roundtable that allows you to search search for stuff in previous episodes. And that is because of Ralph, because my understanding of how search worked was incorrect for so many years, but it never mattered. So typically I, I was using search. I would use uh, Algola, which is the, the search engine that, you know, is baked into Scout, um, which it says it says it's baked into Scout, but you still have to do a composer require the Algola stuff. So I don't know why they say that. But in previous years, I've always done that. I've used Algola, and I've always done it like on a model, like whatever model you know I wanted to search on, you know, show notes or whatever it is. And and it's it it worked as expected. I'm like, okay, this this does what I want to do with PHP. Um, PHP Roundtable. I wanted to. I needed to do something a little different, which is, I needed to include some relationships in the search. So I, I you know, go through, 
the Alcola in, in the Laravel Scout documentation, and I figure it out, and I do it. And when I log into the Algola, am I saying that right? Algola? Al- Algola. I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't going to correct Algola. you. I was going to make them. I was going to okay. make them sponsor Al- us to get it uh, pronounced correctly. <laughs> well, well, you might not do that because because I abandoned them. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> when when I when I logged into the Algolia website, I saw my relationship. Like I saw the record. I'm like, that's perfect. It has it has the episode information and the guest that which was the relationship. The guest associated to that episode are, are in the record. So perfect. But then when I was calling that record. I was only getting the record from the database. I'm like, shit. I'm like, is yeah. that what's supposed to happen? Yeah, that's like, what happens. For for whatever reason in my head, I thought that I would get the record from Algolia. No. Like the, the, the data that I have in, in Algolia. So I was getting frustrated. And I, I, was, I was pinging people in the PHP Ugly Discord. As a result of that... I actually ended up switching over to Melee Search, which is the the thing that, that there's a doc like when you spin up sale, uh, Melee Search is uh, one of the options. It's just an open source search thing. So I actually ended up installing Melee Search, and it was super simple. And you know, of course, I got the same behavior, right? Because like you say, Tom, that that is what you're supposed, supposed to, to get. That's what's yeah, supposed to happen. Yeah. So I, I uh, but after spinning it up, I'm like. Well, shit, that was pretty simple because with Algolia, I had to put the little logo, like, hey, because I was going to stay on the free tier. I wasn't going to pay for it. You know, you have to put the little logo. Right, right. So I'm like, shit, I, I have a Docker container. Let me just throw that on the server. And, you know, it's just a search. It's just a search. I mean, so I don't need it to be exposed. I don't need to expose any ports to anybody. And it worked. It worked great, man. Uh, I, I, that, so that's what's actually powering the search on php roundtable today is algolia and you know i mean i'm sorry uh melee search <laughs> i was gonna say and uh, it's very confused and, uh, the story came full circle and uh live wire you know it's, it's a little live wire component I, just want, I have to put that out there live wire and uh, laravel scout he spent uh, he spent a week upgrading laravel just so he could use live wire but that's another I, story yeah, <laughs> yeah he added a yeah. live wire channel to the discord server i did i did I, it, it's actually supposed to it's actually more than just a channel it's a feed from the live wire the live wire discord of their announcements so you can have i guess you can have like these announcement channels that you can subscribe to from other channels so now okay i want to get into that just for a minute i joined thanks again ralph appreciate that i joined a guild for destiny 2 and a lot of these destiny 2 guilds have extraordinarily elaborate Discord servers. Uh, and it's just fascinating. Way, would... So one of the things about Destiny 2 is that their API is very robust. And Just to be public. clear, Destiny 2 is a game. It's a video game. Right. So you would, you would kind of consider it a massive multiplayer game. It's not really in those that same vein, but it, it is a... It is a large number of concurrent users spread out through multiple servers that cross servers when they cross interactions with each other. It's very transparently. So you won't go to a room and have everyone hanging out in the same room. It'll be just a, a, you know, a tenth of what the total server load is for people. So it's not overwhelming, but it is a, it is a fascinating system. They've, they've made so much stuff public that there's apps for your phone where you can control 
a significant portion of the game as like inventory management and character management on your phone without the game running. You can do all this character customization stuff through uh, API calls. And so a lot of these Discord servers, they have whole systems for saying, you know, here's the, uh, here's the daily challenge changes and here's the announcements from Destiny and here's, you know, your current character's status. Do they qualify for the the guild or do they qualify like does your character in the game qualify you to join this channel in discord it's very cool stuff you know you can, you can suggest titles to our show in our discord did you, did you i've seen that this is it's a this thing. is more flexible than that so one of the rules with this guild is I, that i have to spend a, a, a certain amount of time in voice channels and they track each user. Are they participating in the voice channels and in group activities through this these APIs? I, I was really blown away by what they can accomplish with this stuff. Mm. So, yeah, I, I love. Did you so, uh, hear so, that? Did you hear that Discord is actually becoming the number one way uh, malware is now being spread? I did not hear not that. Not in PHP, I believe, but in general, possibly. I, I should find that article. Yeah, I, ours, I, is, I, ours is special. Yeah, our, ours is, is very well. Uh, I love our Discord. I, I absolutely love it. As a matter of fact, if you're in Discord and you like to play games, uh, Sarah Goldman pops in there every now and then. And uh, there's a group of, uh, well, I don't know if it's only PHP people. It used to be a lot of PHP people. But uh, there's a group of PHP associates <laughs> who do <laughs> Among Us. And... Uh, Sarah had popped in there last week, and I'm like, God damn, I've got to download download that game. So I actually added it to my Steam. I still haven't launched it. I still don't know how to play it's, it. But it's a I don't un- I understand the game. I've watched enough of it. I don't know how to actually do the things you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's very big and, buttons on your screen. It's not hard to figure out. I promise. And, really? Yeah. There's and a it, giant and, button that says "kill" or "press alarm." Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's just at off times. I want to join as well. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I, I would love, I would love to, to, to kind of get in there. And, but we should have a Diego Dev Among Us game. There's a gaming channel. There's a P, apparently there's a PHP Ugly one. So we should we, we we need to pop in there a few times just to kind of get our get our beaks wet. And then. Uh, there is, yeah, there is a PHP Ugly Steam group that I created that uh, I believe Kalen is the only person who is on it. How do you why, join why it? I didn't even know it existed. Why don't we have an, yeah, why don't we have an invite? Search for groups. You go to... Uh, who searches for groups? Why would I do that? I, 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 when, that I cre- when I made it, I told everyone I made it, and you guys were like, nah, I don't... Games. <laughs> Obviously, we had like one me. person join it. <laughs> I will join it uh, next time I launch Steam. I will, I will, I will definitely join it. So, is, is the uh, is the Among Us? Can you do it with keyboard, or do you need a or do you need a controller? I think it's a both. You can do it on your phone too. It's it's totally like every platform except Nintendo Switch. I think. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. I, I, maybe maybe that's a, actually even a better way to do it. I got to do something fun. Oh, I doing something crazy. Uh, you you were talking earlier. Uh, John about like um, you know trying to figure out these these problems and like mm-hmm. just like all of a sudden saying oh you know yeah this is it this is this is it I have uh, I, I've explained to you guys in the past how 
my development workflow, I, I use uh, the Devilbox Docker configuration. So that allows me to run a bunch of sites, which work w- well for me as I bounce around to the different projects I work on. I, I like it. It's not perfect, but it, it you know, it does a lot. And uh, the one client I'm working on is pushing to PHP 8. So the project I'm working on now is PHP 8, which is good for me because everything I'm working on now is PHP 8. So I configure Devilbox, you know, to do PHP 8, and, and I'm working. But occasionally, I, I get asked to address a, a problem in an older project. And that happened to me today. And I probably wasted, like, a good 30 minutes freaking out because, like, the entire site was broken for me. I'm like, this can't be. Like, <laughs> it can't be this bad. And I'm like trying to, I'm trying to, you know, figure out the errors. I mean, like even the, like the homepage wouldn't load and I'm freaking out. And then I remembered, oh yeah, this is a, a seven, a seven, two or a seven, four uh, application. I had to go into devil box, turn my PHP down and everything worked fine. <laughs> it was weird. Cause I didn't, I didn't think there was that big of a difference between like, I, I didn't think, um, Eight broke that much from seven, but there's something in there. There's something in there that 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 code base does not like an eight. And um, so yeah, once I turn that, I want to see that. Maybe we get jump on tomorrow. I'd love to see the errors that are happening. Sure, I'd be I'd be happy to show you that. Yeah, and and I'm wondering now that I say that because the reason the reason I figured it out was I I just panicked and I just said, okay, I'm going to do a composer install. Maybe I'm missing a package. And it, it wasn't until I did the composer install that it started complaining about um, dependencies. It's like, hey, uh, this package is, is dependent on 7.4, and your PHP 8 doesn't meet that, which, again, I don't understand that message, but it, it <laughs> at least triggered the, the understanding of, oh, shit, this isn't a, this isn't a PHP 8 application. Yeah. One of the biggest reasons I'm curious is I'm about – I was just talking today about needing to upgrade from 7.4 to 8, and just kind of want to see what you're seeing. I haven't tried mm-hmm. Uh, this application in eight yet, so I'm curious. Well, Josh and yeah, Discord kind of posted. I love, I love to show you. Josh and Discord posted a link to all of the backwards compatible breaking changes. Who, who did? Who did? Can John, you read that again? John in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> I, I did get to use. There's a good number that, of that, stuff that that uh, I did get to for the first time. I used um, uh, what's it called? Construction. Uh, Promote, uh, property promoter. I use that for the first time in code. I'm like, oh, that feels so good. Is that, that the one so where good. you don't have to initialize everything? It kind of does it for you, right? In your constructor, yeah. That, yeah, I'll, uh, that'll be so awesome. Is. I can't wait to get to that. Oh, dude, it felt, it, it was funny because yeah, I I had typed it out and uh, I was actually in PHP Storm when I did it, and I typed it out, and PHP Storm didn't recommend the PHP eight way. I, I I don't blame PHP Storm for that because it, it might still be set to seven four. Now that I think about it, because I just don't yeah. go in there and, and adjust that stuff. But I'm looking at, it, I'm like, wait a minute, isn't there a new way to do this in eight? And I had to go look it up and and find it and do it, and it worked, and it was so cool. I'm like, oh shit, that works. <laughs> yeah, I'm adding that it, to the it, board. I'm excited about it, but I'm also worried about it being magic. You know, it yeah, it doesn't really feel that way. I mean, because everything is is ex- like. Like you're not, you're not like all the syntax is there. It's just you're not doing it twice, basically. You know, 
So it's, it doesn't feel so magic-y to me. I've given up on worrying about magic because I, I was introducing an intern to Laravel today and started saying, well, you know, I thought this was going to be a simple thing to explain, but uh, let me explain why the, the lack of parentheses here resolves it to a, a, an instance of the method instead of a collection of builder. And then actually uh, the factory for this isn't correct. So we have to go change the... Uh, the model factory so that it defaults values with faker and like, oh, well, faker is getting imported by default through the uh, <clears throat> through the dependency injector. Well, the dependency injector is like, uh, okay, let me start over. You're going to work on a different project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that that's a fair point. There's already a lot of magic in a lot of a lot of the things we do, but when things aren't, aren't so obvious, but I think that's going to be one of those, as people use it more and more, I'm going to love it because it's so annoying yeah. just seeing your constructor just full of initializing the variable that you're passing in. You're not doing anything fresh. Right. Do you, exactly. Do you guys use short functions or arrow functions? Yes. I, I don't. And that was actually brought up today. And again, I keep referencing it. I apologize to the audio podcast listeners. If you're not in the PHP Ugly Discord at discord.phpugly.com, I can't help you, but we have great conversations in there. Uh, somebody in uh, Frank, actually, for the Diego Dev Group, posted a link to uh, a generators over arrays article in the company Discord, um, company Slack. I'm like, crap, that, I'm putting that on Discord. And it started this whole conversation, and, and somebody had pointed out short function uh, syntax in there. Yeah, yeah, I started using it for MapReduce, and it's uh, interesting. Yeah. We're talking about two different things now: generators versus short functions. Yeah, right. So they can be used together, but I just want to make sure we're right. being clear. On yeah, this. they are. Yeah, different I, I don't. I don't know why I went into that big spiel about generators. I love that article, by by the way. But I yeah. just did that because <laughs> I saw the short function in there, and I'm like, I, I got to start using short functions. Like these things are so awesome, and I don't use them. They are. Now, now are you not worried about readability with uh, short functions? The whole point no. is they're short, so you you know what... And they're used in place of a callable. So usually you know a, a callable is being passed into something, and you have to write function, you're passing in your, your variables, and then doing something on it. But when it's a single line, it's just taking up more space. So the the single the short syntax is just nicer for for something like that. Yeah, so like I said, I was doing... Um, MapReduce with Laravel collections, and that was a really nice place for it because most of my maps were very, very simple. You know, just move the variable over, continue on, and because it needed some logic in it, it did need to be a, it needed to be a callable, but it didn't need to be a giant a whole function with a return statement. It just needed to say x plus z, you know, the end. So it, it lets you put some quick logic in place and it, it, it wasn't very readable to me when i wasn't used to it i would see it and it would mm -hmm. just sort of my head would explode but once but you, you get, get used this, to it yeah once you get used to the syntax of it it's very simple you, you bring now, the, another the, thing that, that i was gonna say the, the example you pointed out in the pulling from a database i think that's what it was or it was an example i shared if you put a long string of arrow functions together it becomes unreadable or if you're chaining a bunch right. of methods together, and then you have a, a short function within there, it's unreadable. But well, it's, you like can make it's like it's like ternaries. You can use ternaries wrong, and it looks ugly and horrible and barely works. But when you use them right in the right place, it just fits right in like a Lego brick. Yeah. Map 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 
is another thing I don't use, and I always feel like I'm I'm missing out. Like there, I can never think of the use case when I'm coding. Now, when I go back and and look at map again, I'm like, oh yeah, I could have replaced you know some code somewhere with that. But usually, if you're four reaching, you can map it. Right, it never pops in my head when I'm doing when I'm actually doing the the thing like the for each. I, I never think about Matt. And, and, and I, I didn't realize collections ahead. collections have map and reduce functionality built into them, and they're chainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, you can't chain off of reduce because reduce produces a, a single, single output. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, except that it turns out you can chain off of reduce if you make the default value a collection and use the collection to do the math that you're trying to execute. So you actually huh. can you can chain a reduce call as long as that if reduce you re- is if you reduce a collection. to a collection reduce to a collection. Yeah. Right. It's like I it's I'm doing some very cool stuff in like two lines that I, I'm not accustomed to doing um, because I know I didn't have to do reports and stuff like that very much before I had to get models and render them. And that was about it. And so getting this map reduce stuff together and getting reports built with it is very interesting. Everything coming down to like I can reduce it to one or two lines is great as long as you are doing a good job of, of segmenting your code. If you're doing a good job of naming your method. So, you know, yeah. Oh, that's what this is supposed to do. And it's not 500 lines long. And then all of a sudden right in the middle of that 500 lines, you have this optimized piece of code. That's a pain in the ass to figure out. But if you're doing a good job of, uh, of separating it, then it makes more sense. Yeah. And I sort of had an interesting realization because uh, this, the map reduce stuff that I'm working on, I got from a coworker of mine, who is a, a PHP developer. And technically, I'm the senior developer, and I feel like I should be the best coder in the office. And he's so much better than me at so much of this stuff. And that was bothering me. And then I was like, well, but that's not what my job is. Senior PHP developer isn't necessarily the best coder. They just have the most experience with things that come up. Do you know what I mean? I feel that you way. Keep telling yourself I feel that, that way. I, I, I will tell myself every that. day. I tell myself every day. That I feel every like day. That. I don't know what I'm I mean. Doing. I I know I know in in our in our company I know I'm not even in the top like eight and we only have like seven employees. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's 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 why we pay them money. I, I, you know I, I, they need to be better than I am. So. Well, so I, much, I'm so always... what I do is 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 not necessarily code anymore. It's a lot of logical. Uh, it's a lot of structure and architecture stuff. Mm-hmm. That that's where I struggle is the architecture. I I constantly in my PR reviews I get people saying, "Oh, you could break this out into a separate class." And it's like, but where is that line? It's like, and then the, the naming it's solid I and dry. Naming. I know, but the naming is the it's so hard, and then it makes me not want to do it because I don't want to name it, and it's just like I can just put a conditional in here and do what I want to do, and I'm done. <laughs> just leave me alone. And that's that's one of the things about contributing to open source that can be really rough. That's, is that's why I code in production. Op- contributing to open source stuff, you can get criticized pretty pretty bad. Also, don't don't write to production. Oh, <laughs> Eric, you yeah. should. I, I want to go back to the generator since you shared it. It's now in Discord. Do you want to you? I I just put it in. I mean, we we were talking about it in Discord earlier. Uh, the, right. The, the the whole uh, using generators as, instead of arrays. I I had never never even knew about this process. I'm, I'm trying to find the link again. You again. you did in the sense where I first heard about it was 
Wave PHP. Oh, really? Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Limblom. Limbaum? Jeremy, of course. I, I was actually just in Arizona PHP meetup this week. That's the one that Jeremy's the, one of the organizers. Yeah, the presentation he gave at Wave PHP just blew my mind on generators. And the, the big piece that obviously the, the memory management, but making API calls using generators is amazing. And I still remember it from his talk, but I haven't gotten into refactor any of my API calls to other services mm-hmm. to use them yet. And it's pissing me off because I know I need to do this. But basically you're yielding the results of a page of an API call. So you say, I want the first 10 results from this API call, give them back. And because it's a generator, you can yield page two oh, and page three. That is a freaking great idea. I know. And that was in his presentation. And I, oh, that's, why, that's why I love conferences. You learn shit even if you don't oh, use it. And I know I need to go back and do this. And it's pissing me off that I haven't done it yet. I'm with the, you. I, I got to do it. I got to do it as well. I don't, I don't disagree. But I mean, I, I've always liked generators. And for those that don't know, generator is just an iterable uh, structure in PHP that uh, yields a value out of it as it iterates instead. Multiple of, values, yes, it can yield multiple values. That's um, the, that's the it, it yields a result thing. of of something. Yeah, so the stuff that's been yielded is dropped from memory, and the stuff that hasn't is waiting in a Ooh. sort of uh, memory safe area. So it's 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 a memory saving technique for a lot of stuff in PHP. But it's always it's it's always so obnoxious to implement. It's Why is that? not? It just it Why just do you say is. That? Because it's so easy to just Why? create an array. Now, I use I, them all the time in my test. I just don't use them in my code enough. I know Laravel does a lot of generators behind the scenes transparently. Makes so sense. a lot of a lot of the eloquent stuff I believe uses generators. You just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, I'm going to okay. see. I mean, I mean, you, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I was going to say, and you're right. I mean, an array isn't difficult to create if you know your values. But, but even if you still, don't, it's a, it's memory intensive. That's the big thing. Yeah, I agree. If if, if you can pull a subset of data on each mm-hmm. request, then you're going to save that memory footprint. Yep. I mean, I, it's not I, all I, just I, about I memory, to- but it's. I need to Fantastic. I need to start using this. I need to get comfortable with using this so that I'm using it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like this a lot. I definitely need to come back to that. Oh, and side note, I said I said I joined uh, Arizona PHP uh, meetup earlier this week. A one of our PHP ugly an Uggo <laughs> uh, who is a member of Arizona PHP and, and is in our Discord actually gave the presentation. He's a architect ninety nine in our Discord. Uh, so it gave a great presentation. I slept through most of it, so I can't really tell you what it was about. But uh, I'm, I, he- I heard it was good. Like people started clapping. It woke me up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, good, good job. All right, I'm I'm what sharing Jer- I'm sharing Jeremy's uh, slide deck. It was iterators and decorators and generators. Oh my! Oh my! I was that at that one. one. I was. It was it was a fantastic presentation. I wish we recorded it. Mm-hmm. When are we? Uh, when, or when are you? Because I, I I am I am over like over committed. When are you, John, getting SDPHP going again? I see you got the sign behind you. 
So, so you got to think about it. I think about it all the time, but now there's this new goddamn Delta variant crap building up. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. The hard part is... Yeah, but there's no getting, one we can blame for that specifically. Yeah, getting, getting a company <laughs> to say, yes, you can come use my space is hard. Getting people that are ready to venture out. I mean, I think most people are ready to get out, but actually going out is hard. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the right time is. Like a week ago, I would have said, "Yeah, I'm ready." But then you start getting all the new reports of, "No, it's not. We're not I know. ready." Yet. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I like like a week or two ago, I'm like, "We've got it. We've got to get SDPHP going again." Like I'm so jazzed. I'm so ready to do it again. And then yeah, like I go out to a couple of, of events. I'm like, "Wait, too many people." Everybody, yeah. stop breathing for a minute. Just stop breathing. I need to walk they through will. here. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, Frank, Frank in, in Discord asked about SDPHP Online. If you read the latest uh, PHP Architect, Beth Tucker Long talks about this perfectly in that as organizers, we've, we've thought about this, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. And and people are just, they are overcommitted to online meetings. They, they're burnt out from it. There are so many other groups doing great online presentations that... I don't know Here's that. PHP. Yeah, there and there's there were a few meetup groups on the East Coast that all got together to do theirs. That mm-hmm. us doing our own doesn't make sense in this type of scenario. To me, the meetups are more about the personal interaction, the networking, the getting with people in your geographical area. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we need to do an online thing. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been doing. Uh, I've been doing a couple. Uh, Arizona PHP, I, I go to frequently. Uh, Nashville, I'll pop into basically to torture Ben on that one. Uh, there's been a couple I've popped on to. Well, yeah. yeah. And Nomad has, has typically dominated that market. They were, doing, they were doing it before the pandemic even started. They were like, yeah. there's so many introverts that don't want to meet in person. Let's start this up. Well, it, it, it I don't think that was the reason that game. It, it was <laughs> not everybody has a user group local to them. Let's create one for them. I think was was more of the marketing yeah. spiel. But you know who's bad with people? I don't know. Us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one for you, Tom. I know. I got bit by this actually, and, and it absolutely freaked me the fuck out when it happened. Uh, you're always complaining about the frequently the frequent releases of Laravel uh-huh. and the the supposed, you know, constant breaking changes they put in. And uh-huh. I'm like, I, yeah. I, I don't see that. Yeah. 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 Did you know Symphony did that this week or was it this week or last week? I think it was this week. Yeah, no, it was I this week because I, I got hit. Symphony, a tweet, a tweet went out. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, the type hints added in this release caused an issue with Laravel and PHP debug bar. Should be fixed now by updating to the latest version. So a a change that the Symfony pa- package made broke Laravel sites. And again, I got I got dinged with this. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, why did everything just break? And uh, fortunately, okay, so- fortunately, the fix came out pretty quick. What you're saying is that Laravel, Laravel didn't properly handle its dependencies and Fabian <laughs> Potentier went out of his way to fix it for them. <laughs> that's, is that, is that's that how you interpret spin. it? That's is, great. Is spin. that how you interpret I like that? that? 
Hey, it's we, really easy from the sidelines being a framework maintainer, okay? We 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 use debug bar to a point, but there are so many instances where I have to go and turn it off. Yeah. Well, well, it, why? Why would you have to turn it off? So much crap. Like but legacy app legacy application. No, like no, legacy application. So yeah. basically any Ajax request fails because of the amount of data being passed back. Ugh. Oh, uh, because oh. of the debug bar. The, all the he- oh. all the the headers that are included because of the the warnings are what about telescope? pointless. I don't know what that is, so can't tell you. Laravel telescope. Uh, so I've looked into this because we're we're running everything as an API call. So debug bar naturally isn't the right fit for us. Um, but Laravel Telescope is a sort of a second-party app that you install into your project that gives you an endpoint that lets you inspect all of the things that are happening with each call. But really, it's a secondary mm-hmm. tool. So you have a browser but- window open with Telescope, and you make all your API calls in Postman, and Telescope updates with all those calls. But isn't Telescope only Laravel, though? Yes. Okay, so yeah, John, John wouldn't... Wouldn't have yeah. known of that. Yeah, it doesn't help me at all. Yeah, thanks, Tom, for caring well, I'm, about. I'm me. sure there are similar projects out there for other stuff. Speaking of similar projects, again, big shout out to the PHP Ugly Discord. I I I, I was trolling uh, Taylor a little bit, and, and I'm I'm happy he didn't get mad at me because I wasn't <laughs> trying to be a dick. But I, I was trolling a little bit, asking where the uh, where the Laravel ver- uh, the Laravel Nova the Laravel Livewire version of Nova was, and immediately I I got a bunch of tweets and people in Discord and actually people in Discord before I even tweeted that had had uh, turned me on to Filament, which is a admin Laravel admin interface built on the Tall Stack, which is Tailwind. Uh, in Livewire, and so before the show today, I started started converting a PHP Roundtable over to Filament. I, I've only t- I've only <laughs> literally just started the one resource, so I, I'm just understanding how to do how to do things and how they're different. So I don't really have a lot of feedback. I, I like the, how the you've document- tried to you've tried to, to to crowbar PHP Roundtable in as many places as you can in this entire podcast. Don't be jealous. Don't be it, jealous. It, <laughs> okay, crowbar was was a little strong. It was all the testing you've done, all the new things you're working on is is PHP Roundtable, Livewire, them, and PHP Roundtable. Those are the three <laughs> things I have to mention every show. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so yeah, so I was I I was coding in Vim, the new PHP roundtable site, using this new filament package, which is LiveWire in the back end. Life is awesome. I love my life right now. I'm happy you love your life. I love your life too. You know you avoid me. What? Move on. <sighs> I don't avoid you. You know, you know who we don't avoid. I do avoid you, don't I? You came to my house. I literally didn't answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there banging on his door. Eric, come out and see me. <laughs> Nobody talk. He'll go away, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm looking in his window. Why are you not coming out here? <laughs> Our so Patreons. Thank you, Patreons. Thank you, Patreons. Thank you, Honey Badger, for the sponsorship. I came out and I, I, I looked at I looked on my phone and 
you send wait, 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 like, wait, I'm wait, outside. Wait. Back up. I sent you a message huh? via Slack saying, hey, are you home? I'm going to be there in a couple minutes or however I said it. I see you going from offline to online as soon as I send the message. No response. I show that, up, knock on, that's what you knock claim. On your, you claim that. Knock, knock on your door. <laughs> Eric, I'm here. Can you come say hi? Nope. <laughs> I text like, you. I'm here. I look on Life360. He's at home, but he's not answering me. I'm like, okay. I got the message. Listen, I sat down to my to at my desk and I looked at my phone <laughs> and I, I see a Slack message from you. Like I forget what you said. You say something like "I'm outside" or something like that. And we've had this happen before. I almost responded, "Hey, idiot, you're talking to me again." <laughs> <laughs> we've had this back and forth. I thought I was talking to my wife. Eric's responding, and I still think I'm talking to my wife, and I'm. Oh, so, I mean, I was aroused. I, love I was. To see it how was that a good night for me. Oh, it was. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> those, uh, those pictures should have been deleted. I hope at this point. <laughs> that's why you use Snapchat. <laughs> but but he says he says something. And it, well, I, I left a package by your motorcycle. I'm like, what? And I look out my window, and I'm like, there's a little package there. And what was in that package? John, a credit card. Well, yeah, that too. Thank you very much. But no, the new PHP Ugly stickers. Oh. And, and you guys have John to thank. He says, hey, I have the uh, packages ready to go out to the Patreons. Who's scrolling right? How come I say Patreon <laughs> and then you go away from the, the scene? Timing is everything. What the hell is wrong with you? He says, hey, I have these, pa- I have these packages Ready to go out for the Patreon members. Am I waiting for PHP roundtable stickers? That was John that said that. And I'm like, John, that's a great idea. Let me order some roundtable stickers. So, so it's my fault you're not getting your packages sooner, but you're getting more stickers. And you have John. You're, mute, you're muted, Tom. I don't think anyone's complaining about don't that. Tell I, him, I, don't tell I think, him that. I think the fact that they're getting a actually valuable sticker in their package is going to make them quite <laughs> That's happy. That's true, right? Right. It's you, Oh, you, check these out. Where, where'd they go? I just had them. I had them right here. So I was messing around, and I did order a version of this for uh, PHP uh, Roundtable as well. I was messing around. I'm like, what do these stickers look like? I ordered little one-by-one stickers. And when when John delivered them, I looked at them I'm like, oh, these suck. I'm like, these are horrible. They're like little pogs. You know, remember pogs? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the more I looked at them, I'm like, no, these actually look pretty awesome. Like, I, I kind of like, I even, I, like, started putting them on my, uh, like, my little headphones and things like that. I, I'm putting little, I'm putting these things everywhere now. And my kid <laughs> walks in, and she goes, hey, those are cool. Can I have a few? I'm like, yeah. And she's putting them on her stuff. So, so we have, uh, we have these little, little baby PHP Ugly stickers, and then there's going to be uh, PHP Roundtables as well. The size, so they're pretty cool. You know, my what about PHP one of my Ugly? Kids. Oh, that one was PHP these are the P- anyway. these, these are mean, PHP Ugly stickers. I, I was thinking Diego Dev for for us. Not <laughs> one of my kids asked for a PHP Ugly sticker. That's I a just, good idea. And I just looked at him and said, "Why? Why? Because Why? They, because they're cool, man. They're cool. Your kid wants <laughs> to support you. That's a good thing. That is that is very nice. I you know, it's been a real weird week with the kids. Uh, one of them got their GED and is now going to cosmetology school. And wow. Yeah, 
That's a, a big, uh, big move this week. And today, my oldest got his license. Oh, God. So, There's nothing not, more stressful. Yes. Almost got in a car accident on the way home from his driver's test. Already? <laughs> the, the car accidents while you're in the car aren't even that bad. It's when yeah. you're not in the car, yeah. and it's like, it's taking way too long for them to get to the school. Or, or you're worse... They pull off, you're sitting at your house, and then you hear sirens going. It's like, oh, God, please, no. Oh, I hate. But the response I, I still, time, excellent. I, I mean, both my kids have had their licenses for years now, years. And I, I still get nervous, like, when I think they should have been home and they're not, or I hear sirens, or, I, oh. I, I've, got a funny si- I've got a funny siren story for you. Later, off the air. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to tell you that one. Do Michael Dorinda posted a link in our Discord, John? I think this is probably for you. Maybe Clockwork. Yep, I've already clicked on it. I'm, I'll check it out later. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Clockwork. I, is, I, I think it's similar to Telescope. It, it's going to have the same problem because Clockwork still sends a concurrent request. In what do you mean? Clockwork is still, if you're having too much Ajax in a single call, Clockwork is going to do the same thing, I believe. So the the main issue, especially from Twilio. So Twilio makes a call in and gets back a crap ton of headers for the debug bar. And oh, the headers we'll are, are too big. I'm in agreement. Yeah, no, d- debug bar has disable for endpoints functionality. It's like you can have specific endpoints that it's just disabled for. I'll have to, to look at that more because I I think we right now it's either on or off. Well, I know there's, but it also happens. But it also happens within Ajax calls. Like the, the the headers are just too big to to be handled on a standard HTML page. It's fine, but once you start getting into Ajax, it's a pain in the ass. That's what she said. <laughs> Hey, uh, we we need to wrap up. We're we're running pretty pretty lengthy here, but I do want to throw one one more thing out there, just because I want I want to let everybody know that we're aware of it. We just haven't gotten time to talk about every like once a week. Somebody will post, "Hey, did you see Microsoft release their own version of Linux?" Yes, both Tom and I had it on our Trello board for like the last three four weeks, and we just haven't gotten around to talking yeah. about it. So. Thanks for thanks for the notification. We we definitely it's definitely on our radar. I just archived my take my card because I'm just not going to talk about it anytime soon. But yeah, we, <laughs> well, we are aware that Microsoft has. I'll get own. I'll get I'll get it all I'll get it all out there right now. The Do reason it. the reason we don't really care is because anyone can take Linux. no anyone can take the Linux kernel and compile their own version of it and release it and call it theirs. Uh, Microsoft is doing this because they want something that they can support on their Azure uh, network, which is already majority Linux, so that they don't have to worry about instability from other Linux distributions. So it is not Microsoft Linux. It is just a a cover-your-ass situation for them. And it's not like it's doing anything special like Valve's version of Linux, which has Proton, or Pop! OS, which has support for Proton and Wine built in. It's not special. It's just their version for their Linux servers, which they run a lot of because everyone wants Linux servers. They don't want Windows servers. Now, the thing I'm well, that waiting was easy. for... That was easy. Yeah. The thing I'm waiting for is Windows on a Linux kernel. And that is going to be Windows 12, I promise. Mark, mark that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've already I've already said plenty of reasons why I think it's going to be Windows 12 and not Windows 11, <laughs> but I have. You know, I, I started have. transcribing our shows. Uh, I, it, it, the service I use to clean up our podcast it I, it allows me to t- tie into a, a Google service that that does a uh, transcription. It doesn't do a fantastic job, but it's there. At some point, I'm going to start. I, I, I've only started recently do it, like doing it, like the last three or four shows. At some point, I'm going to start pulling all this stuff into a database so it's all searchable. Well, we played it, with it'll be searched uh, through melee search and LiveWire. <laughs> it's funny you the, say the that. Video, the video ninja automatic transcription and it worked really well. Android has it built in what, as well. I mean, it's you? it's pretty good. But I'm watching TV the other night with my wife, and I turn on closed captioning because we listen to shows where I, I don't fully understand what they're saying and it's like i'd rather just read it yeah, or my hearing's not that great whatever the case is what, whatever somebody says because it's so so important and i read the transcription and it's so so porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i had just happened to just turn it on and just saw that and i paused it and i looked at her and just laughed i'm like <laughs> she and, and usually when we're watching TV together, she's like looking at her phone, scrolling Instagram or whatever. So when I look at her, she looks up and she's like, what? <laughs> so then I'm trying to explain why it says this on the TV. And then she laughed. Sorry. I thought it was funny. Oh, that's, that's very funny. That's all right. Now I want to. I never notice that. I just turned it on. That's the only, really the only reason. I want to let you guys know never. that even though we haven't covered doom and gloom in its truly valuable state that it needs to be covered. The doom and gloom channel in discord is still quite active. Uh, so if you're ever feeling too good about yourself, just hop in there at least once a day, there's something terrible happening. Uh, for example, Jeff Bezos went to space in a giant penis. That was weird. <laughs> and a giant waste of money. Discord is my favorite, man. I, I, I have fallen in love with our discord group. I really have. I mean, I, and I, 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 I get help for work through there. I mean, it's, just things that I have I an immediate I, I, answer for, he will go there for a, an hour long discussion instead. Well, you're not in our Slack anymore, so I don't have to talk. To you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I did get booted. Is he really on Slack. not? Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> I booted him and I forgot to put him back. Oh, I figured I got booted <laughs> for some financial reason. I'm just not in any of the channels except for PHP Ugly now. No, no, you got booted because you pissed me off. You're lucky you're in PHP Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's only because i didn't feel oh. like i didn't feel like going to discord to message or or in show stuff oh that's from the muting days F- from the from the, the 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 quiet incident is what i call it the the, <laughs> the, the day the day we were silenced i, I like to it, flex no. who has the real power i thought it was know? a week after that who knows no I no no. it was I that night i can guarantee you basis. I don't see the Jeff that, that, Bezos story in here. What are you talking about? That night, what, you the, got, story uh, that, the story that everybody covered at infinite length. That Jeff yeah, Bezos I don't went pay to space. To, in a, you don't. Well, you I knew it went to space. Talking, I didn't you, see any of that part. The penis rocket and doing. Yeah, I didn't see it. Just I type, don't see it oh, in here now. I, I will dare you now in go into Google and type Jeff Bezos penis. No, and it will give you, and it will give you. It will. It will only return pictures of his. Okay, I'm wrong. Most most of the results if, this, will just be this the surprises shit. you somehow. <laughs> it's weird when Google cross references your previous searches. Yeah, yeah, no. 
okay, so I guess don't take like, that. And he's surprised. That's what kills me. Okay, okay. Jeff Bezos penis he's rocket. Like, okay, I got a new gun. I'm going to search bang my neighbor. Well, I didn't expect these results. Okay, That's well, amazing. I know better than that. <laughs> yeah. Literally have penis in the search and, and you're surprised. Okay. Well, no, it's <laughs> Yahoo's. You're a special, you're a special kind of pretty. Yahoo Entertainment wrote an article that's titled Jeff Bezos's penis shaped rocket launches Dr. Evil comparisons because it does because it looks less, it looks the same i'm in your doom and gloom channel i don't see any of what you're talking about well no that Just that saying. part wasn't doom and gloom you said it was doing you were Why talking we about doom and gloom. You how are literally... you still on the show I was that was an but example you don't of... understand. you brought up doom and gloom and you said you were talked about it in there so i went in there to look for it and i don't see it it's in general so discord confused. now Tim. i am so confused all right. So nobody else suggests a title for this show because, you know, we have so many. Well, nobody, nobody. It's not going to be Jeff Bezos's penis. <sighs> space race, cock space race. And just have like a rooster <laughs> and an astronaut suit. <laughs> and, a, and a little band hammer. There you go. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. I mean, just, yeah, it's late. This is just this might be record late. Just look at that <laughs> so, picture. So we, we, we will we will have higher standards on PHP roundtable. John, John prefix that with that. bang title. Bang title. <laughs> bang. I got it. I, I I got you there, John. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, John. Uh, uh, Google bang title. See what comes up. <laughs> now, now I have to. Not the Google Bank title. Uh, let's go Bank images. Title. Oh my goodness! All right, All right uh, that's it. We are We're done. Hmm. We have spoken for way too long, and I need to wrap. I can't up. believe people are still listening to us. That's it. Episode two hundred forty-seven is in the can. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host named Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shout out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.